0: Hi, everybody. Kurt Schlichter here for the Town Hall VIP Podcast. It's called Unredacted because we are redaction free. Do, you say, do I sound a little different? Because I'm in my recording studio. I record in my car. Why do I do that? First of all, the sound is better than anywhere else. Second of all, uh, no one annoys me and the dogs don't start screaming and yelling and barking, which they uh, do all the time when I'm in. I was on, uh, what was I on? Is it Newsmax? I'm on Newsmax, and the freaking dogs go nuts because the guy's delivering some from Amazon. So naturally, it's red alert for the dogs because, you know, somebody's in the yard. Get him! Get him! You know, and he's like, you know, bringing melatonin tablets or some crap. And the poor guy and dogs are going crazy. I'm on TV. Uh, It is is awkward. I'm like, well, as Burke might have pointed out in contrast to Locke. (laughs) Woo, 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 woo. yeah, because you know I talk a lot about Burke and Locke. uh also know he by the way, now a lot of people know this about conservative or uh you know liberal i guess uh uh philosopher John Locke, he was the guy who was responsible for poppin and Locke, and he was part of a uh eighteenth century Hip Hop Crew, they actually saved what I guess would be the uh, eighteenth century equivalent of the community center. So that's a thing that occurred, or maybe it didn't. I don't know. Uh, A lot of things I don't know. I'd like to. I'm recording this on Saturday, um, January eighth, which is a date that will live maybe not in infamy, but probably fami. It's uh, people will remember it with other key dates like September thirteenth and. December 9th, because it's two days after the greatest apocalypse in all of human history. That's right. A bunch of elderly selfie takers wandered aimlessly through the rotunda, and uh, some working class guy put his Dot Martins up on uh, Nancy Pelosi's desk. Oh, and a dude who was dressed like Conan's retarded brother decided he was going to wander around the, uh, the the I don't know if it's the House of Representatives or the Senate or whatever, But, you know, he better do four years in jail for that. By the way, let's uh, let's release without charges all the guys who attack cops in Portland and Washington, D.C. Let's just dismiss those charges. So I'm on this leftist show and uh, uh, what's his name? Dr. Rashad Ritchie, R-I-C-H-E-Y. And he's a lefty guy. And uh, I'm on the day after the date that will live in infamy, the one year after. My favorite part of that was uh, Claire McCaskill going, every year my ga- family will gather around and watch footage of what happened on that terrible day. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. It's it just, you know, with the same solemnity and the the same sincerity as Kamala Harris going, Oh yes. Our family would gather around the Kinara at Kwanzaa and uh Talk about the principles of Kwanzaa, including my favorite, Ujima, which is collective work. Yeah, that's that's a thing that happened. Not that she's not a collectivist piece of garbage who's likely to be suckered in by some FBI informant rapists, uh, bullshit, fake, pagan holiday. But I'm not believing it because that would take time away from getting it on. With uh, guys like uh Willie Brown and Montel Williams. Willie Brown, respect him as an opponent. Montel Williams, don't respect him as anything. So that's the yikes. It's like do you want to have a president who can look at Montelium, Montel Williams, lean over to the vice president and go, you know, I hit that. I had to tap that. I, I I don't think that's not a good thing. That's not a good look. So anyway. Where am I? I'm on Richie's show. And he's, you know, he's pleasant to me, but he's got the problem a lot of leftists do. They won't shut the fuck up. So he would ask me a question and he would keep fucking talking. And they were not bad questions. He's, hes you know, uh, he has a legal background. So he, um, he asked you a question. He's like, well, and you know where he's going. Well, what's your definition of a terrorist incident? Well, a terrorist incident is a use of violence or intimidation in order to uh, against civilians in order to achieve a political goal. I mean, that is the definition. Now, obviously, he wants to apply it to uh, January 6th. Here's the thing. It doesn't apply to January 6th. I don't care what Ted Cruz says, because the motivation of the vast majority of people, in fact, the motivation of all the people de- demonstrably, is to was well, simply to make their voices known in a loud and boisterous manner uh, across alleged lines. Although there's footage of police opening the the barriers, we'll just put that aside. I'd love to see a trial on this, but apparent. but you know, the idea that the feds don't want a trial. Cause they have to give up discovery. They have to give up evidence and they have a chance of losing. So they're trying to hold people as long as they can put off trial as long as they can to get them to plead out so they can finally get out of jail. And it's bullshit. and It's unconstitutional. And, you know, these judges are allowing it to happen. Uh, and then, you know, here, you know, a judge, you know, well, we're just going to put off your right to, we're going to waive your right to a speedy trial, you know, for like 18 months. We had to arrest you today, January fifteenth, but we we're not ready to try you for you know eighteen months, um, you know, and then they're like, I can't believe people don't have respect for our institutions. Hey, look, it's the right for a speedy trial. Unzip, you know, take a Nadler on it. No, that's just not good. Um. So anyway, he 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 said that. Now, obviously, he wants to say. Uh, uh, this this minor fracas on Capitol Hill was a terrorist attack. Now, why, why is it not a terrorist attack? Well, the presumption is that people were using violence to achieve a political end. That is, they were attempting to physically stop the count through violence and intimidation rather than making their objection known. Now, that's a distinction, but it is a critical one. It is a key one. Were any congressmen harmed during the making of this film? Now, he asked, well, how many policemen were injured? I said, 140 are claimed to have been injured. And, uh, you know, some of them were. People got in fights with the cops. This happens. Though it's usually in Black Lives Matters and Antifa uh, uh, fights, and I, I mentioned that too. But you probably wouldn't hear me. Now, you can go find this. You can uh, Google, well, don't Google because they're communists. DuckDuckGo, Kurt Schlichter and Rashad Ritchie. By the way, I'm going to talk about Google in a second. Um, and you can find a, you, you can find this interview and you'll notice that as soon as he asks a question and I start answering, he starts talking over me. Now this is a, now in a, in a court, lawyers will try that and you have a judge who go, counsel, let the witness answer. A TV show, you don't have that. You you don't have that. And it, it's very hard. So I just kept talking. I just ignored him. I just said what I had to say. You know, that's uh, that's all you can do. The, 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 the problem is you can't have a discussion unless you actually discuss things. Conversation requires a conversation. The implied task in a conversation is you shut the fuck up for a minute to let the other guy speak. Now, I think it's important to go on communist shows. Not always, only on terms that you like. Normally, they treat me pretty well, and and, and except for the talking over. He's always polite to me. But, you know, if you're there to be the designated bitch, well, that's a problem. Now, that, that's why I'm not on CNN, because i got to say, I'm a smarter, better uh, debater, than Don Lemon, you know, or or the other ones, they just they can't keep up. And that's why, you know, last time I was on with Don Lemon, he cut my ass off, not because I was wrecking the show, because I was making points, I was scoring points. If you want to have fun, go uh, Google Don Lemon, Kurt Schlichter for my amazing December 22nd, 2015 appearance. That was why I was uh, still not Trump curious. I wasn't anti-Trump, but I was no, I was more anti-Trump. I wasn't never Trump. I couldn't be negative. Never Trump. I've, uh, you know, had sex with an adult woman. That's why they don't have any smart conservatives on these CNN and MSN, NBC, CNN, whatever shows, uh, because they, they don't want anyone to make the case. They want, you know, they want a dummy who's going to sit there and be a punching bag or they want a fake conservative. Who's like, you know, Ned Beatty the next weekend going, you guys, you want to you want to try another canoe trip? I mean, really, how could it get worse? Right. Right. Couldn't be any worse than last week. I still think it's worth going on, but they just very rare to have you on. So I was on this guy's show and I did the thing and uh, he just didn't like where it went. It was polite to me at the end and off the air. We're laughing about it. But he, you know, it's very hard. It's hard to debate in a society that doesn't want to hear a debate because he didn't want to hear this stuff. He starts bringing up. He's like, well, what about trying to kidnap the governor? And I'm like, I don't know if they tried to give that governor. You got three, you know, uh, I don't believe the FBI. Do you believe the FBI? Uh, he's not a fan of cops. He's like, w- wh- wh- what? And I'm like, you know, three of the cops, three of the FBI agents who were involved in this are not testifying for ver- because they had various problems, including one beating the hell out of his wife after they came back from a, sl- a swingers club. And he's like, look at me. He's like, I, I don't know about any of this stuff. No, you don't and the important thing is to not let your audience know about any of this stuff either because if your audience starts hearing about this stuff maybe they start asking questions right and that's the last thing you want so anyway that was kind of my thing i look i'm i'm still here on you know this this solemn anniversary the second the one year plus 2 days anniversary of the worst disaster that's ever happened And uh, I'm looking around at people. And, you know, frankly, I'm a little stuck. This kid riding his bike over there. Some people bringing groceries in. Somebody just drove by in their SUV. My knee just cracked. Did you hear that? Holy shit. Those were off my knee. Uh, People seem to be living their lives not caring about this. You know what they do care about? They do care about things like gas. Uh, they do care about things like this mask stuff. You know, we we're getting loose on masks until Omicron came out. Everybody on earth got Omicron, by the way. I got these friends going, you know, I had 15 vaccines. I had a vaccine suppository. I had a blood transfusion from somebody who'd been vaccinated multiple times. And now I've got Omicron. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't care about Omicron. People are like, uh, it, it, it in California, people are still wearing their masks all the time. And I won't wear a mask unless somebody asks me. And a couple people have asked me in the last two days, which is weird because that hasn't happened in a while. And they're totally like, could could you please wear a mask? And what am I going to do? You know, to some poor clerk, guy's trying to make a buck. Dude comes in. He doesn't have a mask. Clerk's been told, look, you got to tell everybody to wear a mask, right? Or I'm going to fire you. Dude's trying to feed his family. I come in. well am I going to be an Am I going to be a big guy to him? Fuck you, man. No way, man. I'm taking out my aggressions on this guy. Look, I understand not complying. I, I typically don't. Uh, I also understand not getting into somebody else's fight. Yeah, you know, here, here's the thing. The dude I hated most when I was young and single and out and partying was the, the, the let's you and him fight guy. The guy in the bar, you're with your bar, friends in a bar, and there's always one asshole with you, and he, you know, done out a fight, and he's small and shit, and he's always like, man, are you letting him talk to you that way? Of course, the answer is, well, you're letting him talk to me that way. Why, why don't you get up in there and defend my armor, honor, bitch? No, dude wants you to go in and fight. I, I'm not here to do that, okay? I'm not here to make that guy, I'm not here to declare war right, and have some guy who's just trying to make a buck have to get in a giant shitting contest with me, or pissing, pissing or shitting, uh, pissing contest with me. So I, I have one or two choices. Uh, I'll go, well, do you have a mask for me? Or I'll say, oh, OK, well, I, I don't go into places without masks. Just leave. But it's uh, it's happening more and more. And people are getting here's the funny thing. and I, I, I've talked about this before, and I want to talk about it again because I think it's important. The flu versus COVID. You get the flu, you're going to get a headache. You get COVID, you're going to get a headache. You get the flu, you're going to get congestion. you get Omicron, you're going to get congested. You get the flu, you're going to cough. You get Omicron, you're going to cough. You get the flu, in a couple days, you're going to get better. You get Omicron, in a couple days, you're going to get better. Every once in a while, you're going to get somebody who gets really sick from the flu and maybe even dies. Once in a while, you're going to get somebody really sick from Omicron, and he's going to die. And those numbers aren't appreciably different. So here's my thing, guys. How is Omicron different from the regular flu? Why do we care? Remember back in normal times, back in the olden days, we would uh, people would be getting sick and shit? I'd be like, hey, flu's going around. Everybody's got it. And everybody did have it. And then you'd get it. And you feel like shit for a couple days. And you'd sit in the house. And need to eat sick food. I love sick food, by the way. You know what my sick food is? McDonald's cheeseburgers. I swear. It, wor- it works. It's also a hangover cure. Uh, not that I would ever partake to such an extent where I would need such a remedy. Anyway, um, we, we had, you know, people got sick and you just dealt with it. And now, why is this super different? Okay. Oh, that's really contagious. So is the flu. Remember how everybody get it? Hey, the whole office is sick with a flu. Everybody's got it. If you had kids, school's a freaking petri dish. They're coming home, swimming with disease. We didn't collectively wet ourselves. I'm really talking a lot about peeing today, yar. Anyway, so I'm just saying I think this is the death of COVID. Except here in neurotic blue states where sexually inadequate men and sexually unsatisfied chablis women. Uh, have nothing better to do in their lives but panic over a freaking virus that's, for all intents and purposes, the same virus that's been running around mankind forever. But I think I, I think this is the end. I think most people are going to have it, and then they're going to be like, okay, I'm not getting sick again. And the thing is, everybody, it, it, here's the thing. You take the vaccine, well, you take the vaccine, you're not going to get as sick. Okay, most people aren't going to get as sick anyway. All right? Look, I had the vaccine. I'm not I'm not anti-vaccine. If you want to get it at the time I wanted to get it, I have not been boosted because I I am absolutely potent with antibodies. But if you want to get booster, go get booster. There's there are people in my family I think should get a booster because of their immune systems and stuff. Me, I'm not convinced. I'll go talk to my doctor. Here's another thing: my doctor's younger than me. I had a doctor who was in Vietnam. Loved that guy. He'd be like, you know what? Back when I was in Nam. And Charlie was trying to waste my ass. I'd be like, fine, I'll eat better. Just tell me more. I want to hear it. Now, now I got this young guy. He's going, you know what? I'm going to go home and watch Nick at night. You know, get a little nostalgia for Saved by the Bell. I don't know what these things are. Anyway, uh, you know, I, I I check with my doctor. The doctor says, do it, do it. And the doctor says, don't, don't. Uh, As long as you trust your doctor. As long as it's not one of these dipshit doctors from CNN. The only good thing I can say about the dipshit doctors on CNN, to my knowledge, none are pedophiles. You can't say that about everybody at CNN. Here's how bad CNN is, right? Brian Stelter, who is a potato, is the least perverted weirdo at CNN. That's, wow. What do you say about a network where Brian Stelter's uh, at the cutting edge of sanity? He's a potato, people. <sighs> which reminds me, I've had uh, I've been trying to cut carbs. Well, I'm not cutting carbs a day. You know why I'm not cutting carbs a day? Finish the book manuscript draft version forty-four of the Fallen Rise of America. Going from Regnery, which is also a Salem property. I remind you, it'll be out July twelfth. I'm doing a book tour where I have a big three hundred person appear person three hundred man, damn it, uh, appearance in Florida not Florida, Philadelphia, wrong F sound. Love to do one in Florida. If you know, if you guys want to bring me to Florida, bring my ass to Florida. I'll do a book tour there. Go to the villages, ride around in a golf cart, get drunk with guys who uh, play bocce ball and smoke cigars. Fuck yeah, Count Kern in. Uh But yeah, I got the draft done. It's my 10th real book. I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's good. Uh, it's the first one where no one else has uh, ever read the entire thing except me. People have read bits and pieces, including Arena. She's had a lot of things going on. Uh, so I'm the only one who's read the whole thing. I think it's sane. I've read it. See, what I do is I write. And I wrote in pieces. I didn't write it in order. There's 16 long chapters, and I did not write them in order. Um Though I had a vision in my mind where I wanted to go, and then I put them together. I reread them first on electronically. I go, I do it on the computer, and I do lots of pass-throughs with, uh, you know, correcting stuff. Uh, I'll do, uh, you know, spell checks, obviously, but I'll go through, and I've learned how to do this stuff. You know, oh. Do i double space after periods search and replace all double space after periods okay there're 50 of them in there you know stuff like that i know how to i, I know how to do it i've got it i've got a system the mecha- a mechanical system and i go through i read it on uh, electronically make sure the layout's right and everything read it electronically then uh next uh time through print it out read it right read it in hard copy on paper then uh mark that up and then make those corrections and changes. Next, I uh review it again electronically. Again, I'm always spell check. You spell check after every major set of revisions because you're always gonna misspell some of the spelling corrections. Lastly, uh print out again. Go through it again. Now you're not making as many corrections then, but you're still finding shit, which is annoying. You've gone through it two times, spell checked a million times, you're still finding. You know, instead of if, it says is. Find that stuff. And then there's stuff you want to rewrite, stuff you want to add. I'm adding a few thousand words every time I read It's now 86,000 words, which is a little shorter than that Kelly Turnbull novel, a little longer than my other nonfiction ones. Um, and then, uh, then I do the manuscript draft, which is, okay, it's all done. I got all my change. I've gone through it three times. Electronic, two hard copies i i I set up as a manuscript draft, and I take out all the footnotes because as I'm going through I'm keeping footnotes for my own use, you know where did I find that you know here's a poll number right, and that was why I was going to get back to you. Remember a little while ago I just said Google, I know there are polls out there that show how many Democrats believe Trump was not a legitimate president it's like forty eight percent fifty percent, something like that. So I made the mistake of going on Google, and I absolutely could not find that number. I had to go to DuckDuckGo and research, and I finally found it. It's weird. It's almost like they were hiding that shit. Almost. So, anyway, I go through, I take out all the footnotes, spell check it one last time. And of course, there's like an error. And, uh, and that's ready to go. I'll send it off to my editor. He will read it. Uh, tell me what's good, what's bad, what's weak, what's strong, what I need to change, what I need to beef up what i need to de-beef unbeef i guess and uh i will re-beef it and then uh then it'll get copy edited very closely read by somebody looking for every little punctuation grammar thing and i'll go through and approve those changes and you know we'll have my book once i uh we figure out the cover and it's a working title. It may come out with a different title, but I think it's good. I think you guys might like it. So anyway, in the meantime, uh, while it's getting ready, I'm going to be writing the seventh Kelly Turnbull novel, Inferno. You should get the other six. You should read my columns every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Stream of courteousness every Friday. Players, follow me on Twitter. I'm now on Getter. I love Getter. Uh, it's super usable. Uh, my suggestion: is check it out. And uh you know it doesn't hurt to have two systems right two a backup, as it were, because we saw Marjorie Taylor Greene get booted. Screw these people on frick i'm 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 staking my claim at Getter too, so you can kind of deplatform me but uh, but the most you can do is really lessen platform me so but well, I'll never be unplatformed. Uh, thank you guys for listening to Unredacted, the Town Hall VIP podcast from Kurt Schlichter. Really appreciate it. You've got my super secret uh, email, Kurt. Schlichter at townhall.com. You can write me, I'll try and answer. And uh, I will see you next week. Bye bye.